0: The focus here is to help you find the strength and support to help you feel lighter, happier, more positive, and in a better frame of mind to face the inevitable challenges of your current journey.
1: Hi, and welcome back to the Do Divorce Right podcast. I'm excited that this is episode 51, which must mean that I've been doing this for a year. In fact, it must be a little bit longer than a year because there have been some weeks I didn't manage to get an episode out. I'm quite proud of my consistency anyway, even though it hasn't been every single week, it must have been most of them. So 51 episodes, yay me. Um, I noticed that I start most of the episodes by saying I'm excited. (laughs) Sounds like I'm an excitable person. (laughs) Anywho, this episode is about um, a topic that's very close to my heart. It's about female friendships. It's not going to be a long episode because um, I'm solo today, it's just me, um, but I wanted to talk because about this specifically for two reasons. Um, I've been very much inspired by my recent experience in Launch House, so if you've been following any of my um, socials, especially my Instagram, but even my Facebook, which is typically just um, personal friends and family. So hi to anyone who's a personal friend or family. And I was posting about my very, very lucky and wonderful experience at the Her Empire Builder launch house where my business mentor and strategist Tina Tower was um, going into a live launch and she had some of her members from Her Empire Builder in the um, house with her to support her for that launch so it's been all over my socials it was phenomenal Um, what an incredible experience I have had a lot of incredible experiences and yet I think that week is going to stay one of my favorite weeks ever Um, it was quite phenomenal I'm just going to cherish that for a long long time. Um the second reason why I wanted to do an episode around female friendships is because I'm going to be launching I am in launch right now my do divorce right membership um it's something that is brand new. I'm you know launching with some founding members those that are gonna come and jump in um doors are open to the wait list now so if you're if you've been on my wait list, you'll already know this. Um just thinking through the timing. Okay, by the time this episode comes up, we should be doors open to the public. Doors open to the public on September 20th. Um there's a special gift of a downloadable affirmations that comes once you sign up. So you'll have that immediately. And the membership launches um with our first fortnightly support session on the following September 25th, the following Tuesday. Just make sure sure. I've got all of those dates correct. So doors open to the public on September 20th and doors close September 24th and we launch with our first call on September 25th. So Anywho, I'll I'll spend a bit more time talking about the membership at the end of this episode. That's certainly not the content that I wanted to talk about, but I'm inspired by that, obviously. Um, Female friendships. That's what I wanted to talk about. Just the benefits of having incredibly supportive women around you and a little bit of my background in that space In my late teens and early 20s, I was always, excuse me, a girl with a lot of male friendships. I enjoyed the company of men. um, I enjoyed maybe their directness and um, kind of, what do I want to say about that? I was going to say no nonsense perhaps i wasn't very emotionally mature at the time and therefore i didn't feel comfortable talking about my emotions perhaps i hadn't had enough life experience to want to be having those conversations i'm not sure what it is but i just found boys and men to be a bit more fun to be around and i learned more i was um i didn't grow up around boys or men. So I didn't have pesky brothers. I didn't have um, even, you know, male cousins or anybody to learn from really, not that I was close to in proximity anyway. So I just found them fascinating. Maybe I found them odd and interesting and I'd had uh, a really steady boyfriend for years through high school and then um, was just, just enjoyed the company of boys of men. So I was a bit late to the um, bit late to the train. That's not true. I, I had female friendships in high school, but in those late teens, early twenties, I was certainly uh, spending more time with male friendships than female. So my first real investment in adult female friendships came about around the time of my first divorce. Now, interestingly enough, I didn't draw that correlation until today, until I started writing the notes for this episode. I knew I was working in London. I knew that I met some inc- incredible women there. I knew that I've developed friendships from then that I still have now, 24 years later. So good. So good. So good to have that kind of history with someone. Um, But I didn't really correlate that investment in female friendships, that accidental female friendships, with my divorce number one until just now. Isn't that weird? Anyhow, obviously I was setting up a new life for myself and I perhaps didn't feel safe around men. I've shared already in this podcast a few times that I left that relationship in fear of my own personal safety. So I do wonder if if that was why I was drawn to females. Um, anyway there was a, there was that. Another time that I noticed I invested more in female friendships was when I um, was having an expat life. So yes it's true in London I was an expat if you like, but you know in my early to mid 20s Australian's not really very expat in London. You're surrounded by lots of Australians. You're also in a very international environment. So I wouldn't consider that expat. But when I moved to Singapore in my late 20s, that was the first time that I discovered that expat life wasn't very conducive to having male friendships. Maybe it's just Asia. I'm not sure. I'm just thinking that through. I've been um, ex- an expat in multiple countries, um, but anyway, in certainly in Asia, just being an expat just wasn't very conducive to male friendships. What I found was that I would make friends with um, male colleagues and, um, and and even boyfriends or husbands of friends. Only a few of those friendships have start have lasted the distance um it was awkward being friends with single males because I didn't want to hear about their sexual exploits I wasn't interested in hearing about them kind of plowing through Asia it was just gross it made me think about them differently and not in a not in a very nice way but not in a favorable way so that's the second time I guess I was investing in female friendships but what we Intuitively know about being friends with women is that we know we thrive on intimate and emotional connections. You know, we are looking to connect with people, we're looking for ways in which we can build intimacy with somebody and to be vulnerable and to encourage somebody else to be you know, vulnerable with us. And that's lovely. We know that, you know, the stereotype of women talk about our feelings, sure, but that's because we're making sense of the world. I think a lot of us need to um, process out loud how do we feel about particular situations? Why did we approach something in a particular way? What does that say about us? What does that say about the people around us? We're comfortable talking it through and processing in words, Um, And it's hard to do that with somebody else who doesn't use the same techniques that we do. So female friendships allow us to do that really comfortably. Another thing is we invite direct feedback or um, feedback might not be the right word. We invite direct input face to face um, when we feel safe. I want to just caveat that we do not invite Direct and face-to-face feedback when we're feeling confronted. Um, but when we feel safe and we're in a, a friendship with somebody who knows us really well, we're happy to hear how uh, we might improve a situation or how we might have behaved differently or how our feelings and thoughts are validated. So I think that's, you know, another wonderful thing about being around women that you identify with but what we don't know, so there are a couple of areas in which I think you already know. I think you know that being friends with women is, is awesome. Um, but did you also know, I read this interesting article in the Journal of Oncology. Let me just pull it up. Uh, women with early-stage breast cancer who have a larger group of female friends have a higher survival rate regardless of the physical distance between these female friends. Are you hearing that? So women with early stage breast cancer with a larger group of female friends have a higher survival rate. We rely on each other for advice, for a shoulder to cry on. We rely on each other as an emotional support system. We hold and protect secrets. Um, We boost each other's self-esteem. And all of that is true in any difficult time right if you th- if you can compare um that trauma it is really similar to divorce they say that divorce and grief and medical illness are some of the most stressful um occasions that anybody can have in their life so having that group of female friends allows us to get through it better a second um article that I thought was interesting was in Psychology Today, and it suggests here that women have a larger behavioral repertoire than just fight or flight. Um, the the uh, quote that I'm looking for is, studies have shown that when women are stressed out, they do not just resort to fight or flight response, but we also release oxytocin, which allows women to nurture and tend and befriend. It's believed that oxytocin is the reason we have a natural motherly instinct and as a result female friendships are based on emotional intimacy and connection. Isn't that interesting But just being around women who are supportive of us releases oxytocin instead of just fight or flight. We have a nurturing um, ability. Our Our hormones are allowing us to connect with people in times of stress. And then another massive benefit, I found this one in Forbes magazine. Listen to this. I love this. Spending time with your girlfriends virtually or in person is essential for us to maintain our emotional equilibrium and sanity, especially as we age, and most definitely when dealing with stress, This article is called Hanging With Your Girlfriends Helps You Live Longer and Happier. If that's not a reason to surround yourself with wonderful women, I don't know what is. Hanging with your girlfriends helps you live longer and happier. I'll take that. I'll hang out with my friends more often. I love it. So there's there's all these wonderful benefits in having female friendships and You know, I think I was pretty late to the party to really, really understand that. Um, The second time that I focused on female friendships, I touched on earlier, you know, was in my expat life. It aligned with my second divorce. And I remember my mum saying to me, she said, "Um, just be careful. No one will want you around their husband and I thought, what an awful thing to say, Mum, that's not true. That, that's That can't be true. Why would people care about having me around their husbands? You know, I've just separated from my own marriage. I'm not husband hunting yet. You know, I don't want to find another one. I'm not I'm out here to break up lots of marriages. But she wasn't wrong. Um, I did find you. We, we all know that you lose... Friends, when you go through separation and divorce. Um, And it's not because we're toxic to that relationship. Um, It's just that we're potentially creating them to challenge, like creating a catalyst that might make that couple challenge themselves. Am I getting what I want out of this marriage? If somebody else is willing to break up, does that mean we should be thinking about it? It's not it's not you. It's also not them. It's a natural reaction to being confronted with something you don't want in your life, right? So I had no option really, but to focus on female friendships, because, you know, it's not comfortable to be, to have male friendships in an expat scenario. And my married girlfriends didn't really want me around their husbands, or, you know, the couple's dynamic was so different that the people I was drawn to, the people I was spending time with was one-on-one time with women, whether they were married or not. It was with them, not with them and their husband. I could not have been happier. I mean, I have developed an incredible network of wonderful women now from, like I said, you know, 25 years ago until now I'm still meeting incredible women on the daily who I hope will be in my life. Decades from now. So, yeah, perhaps I was late to the party, but gosh, I'm pleased I've caught up. So, now the women in my life include obviously um, business networks. So, I'm in Her Empire Builder, I'm in um, a few other networking groups locally and virtually. Um, And the reason why I'm drawn to those business connections mostly is because female entrepreneurs are fundamentally different to male entrepreneurs. So I'm able to be stimulated, inspired, and share my vulnerable experiences of building a business. And so, you know, that's one area where I'm just drowning in amazing women. And another area is my fitness girlfriends, because fitness girlfriends, girls who who lift weights, girls who do boot camp, girls who run trail running, they're just very different to the gym bros. They are supportive in a way that it feels appropriate. It feels so encouraging. It's so great, again, to surround myself with all these wonderful women. So if you are at a point in your life where you are still going through the separation and divorce and you're finding that your um, friendship circle is shifting, the sands of that are shifting and you're still trying to figure out um, who stays and who goes and, you know, should you stay friends with your ex's friends and is there, you know, a big crossover there, I thoroughly encourage you in every way to find networks of beautiful women, networks of women who's, values align with yours, whose experience may be similar to yours, that you can connect with, that you can encourage each other, that you can support each other, share, be vulnerable. Of course, you know, I mentioned it earlier, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it again. I am specifically creating a Do Divorce Right membership so that I can bring women together, so that I can bring And create an environment that is extremely supportive, extremely positive, um, where we can encourage each other and hold each other accountable to aligning with our values and being kind and creating connections and being vulnerable. So get on my socials and have a look. The details of it are um, I'm launching for founding members at the super low price of only $59 a month. That price will change in January. I'm not going to open, I'm going to close the doors this month. I'm not going to invite anybody else into the membership again until January. I want this period to be a time where, with the founding members, we really get an opportunity to get to know each other. We figure out the pattern of this membership and make sure that it works for everybody. My plan is to have fortnightly support sessions, which is essentially group coaching, but I will answer any questions Of the issues that people are going through. We will talk very vulnerably in that space once a fortnight. We will have monthly masterclasses. If you've paid any attention to the guests I've had on this podcast and the caliber of these incredible women and specialists in this space, then you can have a really good idea of who will be on the masterclasses moving forward. You'll learn a lot in that space. The founding members can help um, decide what kind of specialist support we want to invite into that space too. And um, there'll also be a community which is going to be on an app, not Facebook group, an altogether separate app that we can connect with each other and keep a very, very private safe space. So if that's something that is calling to you, obviously reach out to me um, or go to do forward slash DDR membership. And I can't wait to hear from you and welcome you in. Come and be a founding member with me. Regardless of whether this is the right time for you or not, please put effort into surrounding yourself with incredible women. The benefits are just
0: too big not to. Thanks for listening. I hope you took something of value out of this episode. I'm your host, Becca Maxwell, and you can find me on the web at dodivorceright.com or on Instagram at dodivorceright. I look forward to connecting with you there.